Yeah, hey guys, just a quick one. So this was a great episode from Simone, and uh, I can't wait to have him back on the show again soon. But um, yes, we, this was recorded back in November. It was just after World 50 Best when he got awarded, uh, well, Sips got awarded number three in the world, which it currently still is. Uh, so if you're a little bit confused as to why we're talking about November, because that's when we recorded it. Uh, but a lot of the information is still very timeless, and uh, Simone is obviously a fantastic uh, guest to have on the show. Enjoy this episode and talk to you soon. Benjamin Franklin once said, In wine there is wisdom, in beer there is freedom, and in water there's bacteria. No bacteria here. This is On the Back Bar. On the Back Bar is your gateway to talking to the people behind the scenes at bars, distilleries, and vineyards around the world. We'll talk to the experts in the industry about future trends, people, spirits, cocktails, wine, and everything else. So kick your feet up, pour your favorite drink, and hang out on the Back Bar. This is Christopher Menning. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to On About Bar Podcast. It's Chris, your host, and uh, I'm joined today by a bit of an industry legend who's not only inspired me, but inspired bartenders around the world uh, for his input in the industry. We are coming fresh off the news that he was just awarded for his new bar, Sips in Barcelona, the number three in the world 50 best ranking. Huge congratulations to him. There's a ton of things we can talk about today, but Simone Cabaroli, thank you so much for being here on the show. It means so much to me for you to be able to be here. Um, and I know you have a very busy schedule. So, hey, man, congratulations once again. And how's thank life? You. How's it going? Thank you, Christopher. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, we are, uh, we, are, we are all happy, obviously, but we're also happy for today. Every day, we like to start from zero mentally, I would say. And, uh, and uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be connected with you and to be in this podcast. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Well, look, um, there's lots to talk about and, and looking through your Instagram profile, there's like a hundred things we could do, maybe a, a podcast on each one of them. But um, I mean, first yeah. we'll talk about the big news of Sips in Barcelona being uh, ranked number three in the World 50 Best. What's going on in Barcelona right now? It seems to be the, the hot place of the world for bars. Is, um, is this the reason why you decided to open Sips there? Well, definitely Barcelona is that kind of city that is enough buzzy or buzz, buzzy to make things happen. It is international, it's young. Uh, the sense of the gastronomy here is, uh, is absolutely incredible, you know that, by, all the amount, by the amount of restaurants. And talking about cocktails, uh, it's a city that over the last 50 years, uh, having a dry martini was something normal for many of the locals, you know? Something that perhaps it might be a little more difficult in other, culturally speaking, I mean, it might be a little more difficult in other cities of Europe, which means it's definitely a city of the cocktails. Has a beautiful blend of architecture, art. It's young, it's international, as I mentioned before. So it's a, it, and then talking about investment, a rent of a bar, in in a rent of a business in, in central Barcelona, it costs you six, seven times less of what it would cost in London, for example. Wow. And then you choose where you want to invest the money, you know. Mm, noted on that. I mean, that's such a, an attractive offer, I can see. And, and obviously, the, the World 50 Best was just recently in the city. Um, how was that? How was the award ceremony? Um, how was it being part of the top five? Was that something you expected? Mm, well, being in the, in the events is something beautiful because 
you finally get to see everyone after a couple of years of being basically isolated uh, for obvious reason. And uh, but no, we didn't expect at all. We thought we, we were expecting maybe the twenty fifth or the twenty something position, but suddenly when things started going down, down, I said, "Oh my God, what's going to happen now?" For instance, we thought they made a mistake actually, and uh, and no, I, I'm still digesting that information. I still, I still don't believe it to be honest with you. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's such a shame. I was I was meant to be there this year, and um, unfortunately, with with the new position I've got here, I couldn't. But I've been really following what you've been doing for a very long time, and uh, Sips itself it looks fantastic. And you know, some of the things you're doing are really um, on the on the sort of cusp of of fine technology and scientific stuff. But I, I think maybe what would be good for the audience is, um, do you want to maybe explain about Sips about the main concept of it? Uh, a bit about what you do and the cocktail program well, itself. The idea of uh, SIPS was to over have in a bar uh, where you could uh, serve a high couture cocktail in a pret-a-porter um, value. So we, we, idea, our idea was to do complicated things but in a very simple, in a very easy way to understand them. I mean, for the guest. And uh, so being creative by expresses in a way very subtle, very uh, not overwhelming, more elegant, fine. We know fireworks, we know explosion, you know what I mean? And uh, in fact, we, actually, we like to actually call it the drinkery house, not a bar, because you can have a beer, you can have a glass of wine as well, you know? And then there's also a second part of SIPs, which is due to open uh, over the next couple of weeks or months. It's called Essencia. And Essencia is a, another space inside of the bar for approximately 14 people, so it's small. And that's where we're going to express our essence, the Essencia of a drinking experience, which means that over there you won't be able to, 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 to understand what, what's going on. You simply need to let us take care of you, gastronomically speaking, with the cocktails. Uh, versus in the front part of the bar, the drinkery house, which is the place that's been awarded recently, uh, you can have a margarita, you can have a, an espresso martini. Well, we do those classic, but we call them classics, which means a classic cocktail at 98% with 2% of sips inside. So it's slightly modification, slight modification. And people love it. And what is this 2%? What is that sort of secret formula from Sips that makes well, cocktails? Shine? Well, there's no secret, but for example, let's take the espresso martini. Generally, it's made with vodka and espresso coffee. Well, our espresso martini doesn't have coffee, doesn't have vodka. He has sherry. He has amaro, for example. Or we do have uh, the, the caipirinha. It's uh, half made with gin and now half made with, with cachaça, made into a squasher machine, which basically convey all the aromatic... Uh, fragrances of the lime, uh, avoiding the bitterness that you can uh, obtain, you can get if you muddle too much the, the lime in a caipirinha. So these are the, 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 the certain type of, uh, of tools that we use, not in a scientific way. I mean, there's science behind fair enough, but we're not there dressed like a doctor or scientist, you know. We're going there to make people happy. So I always said, we do complicated things, but we present them in a very understandable and very subtle fresh format 
Absolutely noted. So, I mean, you said about the class sips, so that's part of the menu. Is there, I mean, in terms of the signature cocktails, like, is there anything that really stands out? Um, the cocktails that most people sort of um, lean towards? What yes. seems to be the drinking culture there? Well, uh, lucky enough, or funny enough, no, it's not funny, it's just lucky. Uh, the, <laughs> the crowd of Barcelona is very curious. I mean, the locals, the locals are very curious about trying new new drinks. Uh, and of course, generally what they do, the reason why we put these classics is to let them gain confidence with your bar. They always judge you according to how you make classic, which is a good, uh, I think is a good thing to do, I would say, for consumers. And then they let they start to trust you and they go with your signature drink. Uh, talking about signature drinks, we have approximately 15 of those. Uh, mm -hmm. The menu is quite large. There are 29 drinks in total between signatures and classics. In my next life, I will do a smaller one. And uh, <laughs> But the signature drinks can be the mosaic with the edible mosaic, the crypta, which is a drink that you can drink and you can uh, inhale as well partially. We do have the compress, which shows that the main ingredient is the time of consumption and not the ingredient itself. Um, we do have the bubble. We have the Frida Kahlo, inspired about the geometry of the house of Frida Kahlo in Mexico City. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, we have the primordial, the, pri the primordial as well. Drink. It comes in a, in a you drink it from a, from a pair of hands to, to, to reminisce the, the primordial gesture of those hands that serves you. And there's more, there's more, but I kind of forgot right now. In a few hours, I will remember <laughs> it. I mean, it, it sounds amazing. And I, I remember some of these, uh, you know, uh, cocktails from Instagram, from the videos I've watched as well. And they, they are very poetic and very sort of incredible in terms of um, uh, how to present it. But where does, it, where does the inspiration come from? And how did you, I mean, I, I'm really interested to tap into your blueprint for creating these cocktails. Because some okay. of the things you do are really out there. And how do you know, I mean, you must have a tried and true uh, you know, tested method of things that work and things that don't. But I'd love to hear yes. that. Yes. Well, in fact, uh, there are things that work and things that that that, that doesn't. Uh, for example, when we come out to a new drink, no matter how good or not it is, I mean, if it's good, we ask ourselves: Is this sips or not? Because you can do many drinks, but for some reason, they will never reflect the philosophy or the idea of the style of your place. So we ask. This is good, but this is not sips, basically, sometimes, very often. So the blueprint itself, I don't think there's only one blueprint, but we like to play with those uh, fragile senses that, if well executed, are the most beautiful and elegant. We serve a drink uh, that is called Milfuls, a thousand leaves, and it's made with the nine thin layers of ice uh, overlap with the nine leaves of lemon tree. Lemon and orange, depends to the season. And, um, and ultimately, it's just layers of ice with leaves and, 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 and a clarified drink. It's not a rocket science, but once you put all these things together, you create a revolution because suddenly you can prove that with some different shape of ice and, and leaves that nobody cares about, you can do something really magic. And that sips, you know? Mm. I mean, it does sound like magic. And, and for... I guess for maybe some distinguished bartenders, what, you, what you've kind of described sounds like, okay, that's reasonable, that's, that's something they could do. But for the general consumer, I'm sure it's very out there. Oh, and yeah. it is magic. It's something that they've oh, never yeah. seen before, right? Yeah, yeah, mm. totally, totally, totally. 
so I know also Simone, you do a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, obviously, the Flavor Blaster I see all around the world now. It's such a big thing. There's some in yeah. Bangkok where I'm based. Um, yeah. But you also, um, you've been supporting a lot of like brands like Muyu, uh, the gin as well from uh, Diplomatico. But yeah. um, you're also uh, big on the art of shaking. And I guess this is like your new education yes. platform where you're sharing yes. some of the techniques you use. Can you share a bit more about that? Yeah, the art of shaking basically uh, it started from a necessity of me of stop doing what I was doing, which means I was doing in bar shows and bar schools, doing master classes, technical master classes, and I noticed that people that were sitting in the front they could see it all, and people that were sitting in the back they couldn't see much. Some of them they were taking pictures, some of those a video, a few of them was taking notes. But my question was, what they were gonna do from the next day? So I said, okay, from now on I will stop doing these type of things in the way I've been doing it so far. And instead, I will record personally in a beautiful, high-quality uh, discourses, uh, sharing the technique and the new idea that we've developed. So we will never share something that you can find on Facebook, on YouTube already, you know? There's no point. There's no point for me. There's no point for you. So basically now, the only way for us to express and share our training courses, it's online. And is uh, the art of shaking now consists in three different courses about how to create a cocktail menu starting from zero, how to create a cocktail starting from zero, and the most fun for me is the techniques. Is a course of approximately twenty techniques, not how to make a mojito, how to stir a negroni, no, how to transform materials, ingredient to then use for them being used after to make a cocktail. And that's super crazy because it's a deep analysis how, about the basic techniques and the most avant-garde techniques. And uh, all over the world, we are receiving requests every day of subscription, which makes me really happy. And now we're about to film a new episode, new courses, which will be published next spring. And it will be the psychology of the guest. Mm. It will be how to measure your worth. So how much is your worth? You know? And this is very important because most of our, our, our colleagues, they still don't know how to evaluate themselves financially when they do a project, when they do a job, when they do a gig. And this is really important because ultimately we can literally uh, damage or build up better our market, you know, our professional values. And, and then we will add on 10 more techniques. Mm. So right now it's approximately seven-hour course, and then it will become approximately 15-hour course. You, sh- you can watch an episode. The subscription is for one year, so you can watch them every day. You don't have to rush, you know. You can repeat as many times as you want. It's, um, I mean, that sounds great, and I'll make sure that that subscription link is in the show notes. Okay, before I go forward, how much is the subscription? The subscription comes approximately for a... Uh, 90 let's between euro let, let's say us dollars okay it's approximately 21 or 22 us dollars a month okay so it's less than one dollar a day <laughs> that's a good way i mean um you know i think for me like Simone, what i saw um over my career and especially yours as well is that you definitely changed what a bartender is you changed the role you, be, you, you sort of were the one of the people, I mean, there was a few of you, but you really made um, it sort of aware in, in the global aspect of what a bartender can and should be. And um, I think that's really inspired, like I said, a lot of people. Um, so, you know, I really com- you know, commend you for that and what you've done for the industry. But 
Um, other than these courses you have right now, I think it'd be quite interesting for a lot of people who are listening because there are a lot, I mean, yes, there's a lot of industry professionals, but a lot of new bartenders too. And I think it'd be really interesting, like, for you to maybe suggest right now, like, where should bartenders start? You know, A, it's about, um, you know, not just learning cocktails and classic cocktails. It's like you said about the consumer psychology. Yeah. So is there any sort of advice you would give for new budding yeah. bartenders of where to start? The bartender should start in the bar, nowhere else to start with. Um, I started as a barber cl- cleaning glasses. Sorry, there's a siren or something. I hope you can. Anyway, this, this is about <laughs> Are you in trouble? Or? No, not yet. Not yet. I, I told him, l- l- let me finish the podcast, then you can come and pick me up. Um, so, um, bartender should start from the bar and nowhere else. In the, in the most important, for me, the most important way to learn how to be in the bar is to understand the bar, start to clean the bar how you function the bar. And uh, and it's something that you cannot rush it. You cannot pretend that after three years you have the experience of a of a 15 years. And also, uh, we should stop thinking about that a 15 years experience is a triple than a five years experience at the same time because it depends what you've been doing in your, in your career. So, yes. But this is for the perhaps the younger colleagues that want to start. Don't rush it and don't measure it according to what you see on the internet. Because the reality is in the bar. You make your bones in the bar day by day. And if you want to rush, you're in the wrong business. I can guarantee that. And uh, mm. but it's also important the personal culture. Uh, because ultimately, at some point, or perhaps on day one, you will have to be able to uh, carry a conversation with a person or to start a conversation or create dots between, uh, or, uh, or link dots between uh, clients in the bar. So you need to be able to to have a conversation about about a little bit of everything and a little bit of nothing as well, because ultimately you will also be able to you need to learn how to listen to three people at the same time, and giving them the impression you're actually listening to them. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes not necessarily you have to, but you need to still please them somehow. Uh, so and that things come with only one thing: experience, practice, practice, and practice. Mm, absolutely, Look, I completely I agree. Still, Still nowadays, I spend my, my days off working. I could stay home, watch a movie uh, with, the, with the wife, with the girlfriend, with the partner, whatever. But then it really depends how you want to invest your time for your career because no one else will do it for you. No one else will invest on you unless it's you. Then you choose. Wise words. And I completely agree. I really do. So it, just to come back to maybe Sips Barcelona... Obviously, fresh off the awards, you said you have a new bar opening in the back. So, can you tell us more about like what's in the future for Sips? Uh, maybe going into twenty twenty three, and and maybe a bit more about what you plan to do in the future. Well, uh, Essencia is the second space within Sips, and is a place for approximately fourteen people, very small. Over there, we will not serve cocktails. We will serve a sequence of cocktails related to a topic. So there will be a menu from where you can choose, but not necessarily you can read what's written. You will have to somehow follow your uh, your feelings about what that menu is evoking for you in that moment. And uh, each concept might include two or three or four drinks. However, knowing the fact that not everyone can drink four, five, six, or ten drinks, each of those uh, cocktail forming a sequence will be slightly reduced in size slightly they're not they won't be miniature 
uh, which means that you will be able to go through multiple concepts or multiple sequences without having your head spinning after five minutes. It's a kind of more responsible format for drinking. But I can guarantee that your mind and your phone will melt. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, in terms of the scientific procedures you have, and I, I was looking at some of the stories today, and, and they really are out there. Um, okay, firstly, definitely recommend your series. Um, you know, definitely recommend subscribe, The Art of Shaking. Is there any other books or any other resources that you maybe recommend for people to, who want to get started on these more avant-garde techniques? Well, I don't know how much avant-garde techniques are because ultimately we are using, we are, seeing, we are, we are reconceptual, reconceptualizing what really what already exists. I was speaking about before the milk fools, the cocktail with layers of ice. It's a, it's a clarified drink, it's a milk punch basically. But, 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 but what people really rave about is the fact that we learn how to create a thin layers of ice, something that a, an ice machine cannot do. And that things to do with manual skill. You need to learn first how to make your own mold. Then you need to learn how to how to replicate shapes uh, through a mold. And then you can start to produce your eyes with the specific shape you want. Uh, more than avant-garde, I would say artistic and manual because ultimately you use your hands. And that's for me is really important because if we can do it, everyone else can do it. You don't need an astronaut. You don't need a, a $20,000 machinery. You just need a freezer, you know? And that's what I really value in, in what we do every day. They want to do incredible things, but very accessible in the concept. You just have to think about it, of course. Yeah, notice on that. So, I mean, in terms of the, the layered ice and, and, you know, using molds, I guess that really is going back to the basics and just trying to really master those first before you take things a step further, right? See. Okay, yes. yeah, noted. And other than ice, I mean, um, I see you have been making a lot of other things like um, the discs with, you know, which have been dried with some uh, fruit on. But, you know, what other sort of techniques do you, um, I mean, having worked in so many bars, what are the techniques that you always go back to? The ones that you know are sure winnings? The techniques I always go back to is the, is the, the added human value in things. Because mm, no matter how okay. good or bad a cocktail can be, but the service, the experience from the moment they open the door of, of, of a bar, that is what the game changes. That's what's really changed the, the, the taste of things. And, um, and this is something that I always constantly repeat from, the first, from day one. Let's focus on the human value. El, el factor humano, they call it in Spanish. The human value of things. I never ask uh, if they like the cocktails. I always ask if they're having a good time because maybe they're having a great time and they don't even, they don't even think about the cocktails anymore, you know? So you need to ask those type of questions that are really constructive and, and from the answer you can learn from, obviously. So uh, my, 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 my winning techniques is the, is the human values that you put into the bar. I love that. I really do. The human values. And it really does touch into what you're saying about the psychology of consumers as well. So this will be your next, uh, I guess, seminars on the art of shaking. I'm very yes. much looking forward to seeing them. Yes. Any sort of nuggets of information you can give before people subscribe? Oh, well, I would suggest you to subscribe and don't rush it. 
and watch it in a weekend. Uh, do it episode by episode. Take your time. Take pause. Uh, practice. Try it again. You can contact us 24-7 from the Instagram and from the website of The Art of Shaking if you have any doubt or questions. So we always avail- there's a team always available for that. This also requires for us a big investment behind but we want to sh- If we are meant to do it for learning, it's, it's for learning. It's totally independent. There are no brands involved. We're not mentioning one single brand has been self-financed by us. And so watch little by little, take pause, take break, practice it, um, discuss it with your, with your colleagues about what you just seen, and then move on to the next episode and the next and the next and the next. Mm-hmm. At the end, you receive a certificate of completion uh, by us to prove that you literally went through. And we can actually check if literally you really went through all of them or not. Fantastic. Simone, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show. I know you've got a shoot and uh, I'm very sad, but I-, I really hope you can come back on the show very s- yes. soon. So Let's we can do talk one about your other time. stuff. You call me with <laughs> Christopher, that. okay? Perfect, perfect. Man, thank you so much. Big congratulations once again for SIPs, uh, reaching number three on the World 50 Best. And I wish you all the best success in the world uh, going forward. Thank you. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening to the show, guys. Uh, We are available on Spotify, iTunes, and all other major podcast providers. Your support helps my show grow, and I love you for listening. So thank you so much. If you want to be a part of it even more, please look at the show notes. You can find links to our Facebook group, The Beverage Network. You can also find links to my Patreon page where you can help the show grow even further with small donations. And you can also find my email where you can reach me anytime with any questions. You guys are amazing. I love this industry. Let's keep it growing. Thank you for listening to On The Bad Bar.